Hello. This is episode one of the Blue Bloaters podcast about COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. My name is Nancy Bermel, and this educated podcast has been prepared together with my teammates that include Mason Kurse, Alyssa Choquette, and Sydney Freitas. So let's jump in. COPD is a chronic inflammatory lung disease that causes obstructed airflow to the lungs. That's a bit of a mouthful. But if we break it down, we know that chronic means continual, persistent, and returning. Inflammatory is swelling, obstructed is blocked off. So this is a long-term, long-lasting illness that makes it hard to breathe because of swelling and blockage along the route of air into and out of the lungs. What causes COPD? Well, typically long-term exposure to irritating gases or particulate matter. You guessed it, most often caused by smoking. But there are some jobs like those handling hazardous substances like asbestos or mining that are also linked to COPD. Patients with COPD usually present with difficulty breathing, coughing, increased mucus production, and wheezing. These symptoms can be attributed to one or both of the underlying conditions of COPD, chronic bronchitis and emphysema. We'll get into a few more details about both conditions in just a few moments. But first, let's talk about the main system COPD affects and that's the respiratory system. While we haven't discussed in detail the anatomy and physiology of the respiratory system and gas exchange, we do know air is inhaled through the mouth and nose, travels down the trachea into the lungs where oxygen enters the blood and carbon dioxide escapes the blood and is exhaled. Let's talk about the anatomy of the lungs, thinking of the lungs as an inverted tree. The trachea is the trunk. The trunk breaks into two main branches, the right main and left main bronchus. These two main branches then have more branches, the bronchi and bronchioles. At the end of these branches or air tubes that become smaller and smaller as you go down are these bunches of air sacs. They typically look like bunches of grapes when you see them in pictures. It's the individual grapes that are called the alveoli. In the alveoli is where most gas exchange occurs. We do know quite a bit about the tissues present along the air exchange pathway. In a normal lung, the lining of the trachea has pseudostratified columnar epithelial tissue that is ciliated. The cilia and the trachea help to propel mucus up and out. The epithelial lining of the lung's branches changes from pseudostratified columnar to simple columnar to simple cuboidal in the bronchioles and continues to be ciliated. In the alveoli, the lining is simple squamous epithelial tissue. The air tubes are covered in smooth muscle tissue As the tubes become smaller and smaller, the amount of smooth muscle tissue increases. 
The connective tissues we see along the air's pathway include cartilage rings of the trachea and elastic fibers within the walls of the bronchioles and the thinnest elastic fibers along the outer surface of the alveoli. Air exchange occurs by diffusion across the thin lining of the alveoli through to the full bed of capillaries. The oxygen you inhale diffuses into those blood vessels and enters the blood. At the same time, carbon dioxide diffuses out of the blood vessels and is exhaled. For this to work well, our lungs rely on the natural elasticity of the bronchial tubes and the alveoli. Specifically, the connective tissue fibers within the walls of the bronchioles, the contraction and release of the smooth muscle tissue of the bronchi and bronchioles, and the elastic fibers of the alveoli that cause the balloon-like expansion and contraction during air exchange. As mentioned before, patients with COPD typically present with difficulty breathing, coughing, increased mucus production, and wheezing. These symptoms are attributed to chronic bronchitis and emphysema, and patients usually have one or both of these underlying conditions. Chronic bronchitis is swelling or inflammation of the lining of the bronchial tubes, which includes the trachea or the tree trunk. In COPD, those ciliated cells that lie in the trachea and the breathing tubes become significantly damaged. So the only way to get the mucus out is coughing. People with chronic bronchitis have that smoker's cough. You know, the one, the one that sounds nasty because you can hear the mucus moving up and down and being hacked up and you wonder if they will spit it out or just swallow it. In emphysema, the alveoli are damaged and lose their stretch. The walls of the alveoli next to one another, that simple squamous epithelial lining begins to break down. So the chambers get larger and this leads to a decreased surface area for gas exchange. In addition, you have an increased mucus production and an inflammatory material present that makes the gas exchange less efficient. The bronchial tubes and alveoli lose their bounce back, so they overexpand. That leaves air trapped in the lungs when you exhale. The airway swelling and mucus production can narrow the airways and reduce the amount of oxygen-rich air that gets into the lungs and the amount of carbon dioxide that can get out. These decreased levels of oxygen and increased levels of carbon dioxide cause the breathing muscles to contract harder and faster. We talked a little about tissue repair. In COPD, there are changes in the ability of the lung cells to divide, and that leads to inflammation. There's also a larger number of apoptotic cells, that is, cells that are in the controlled dying phase that are seen as compared to in normal lungs. The inflammatory response leads to fibrosis of the bronchioles. Think about back when we learned about 
the ability to regenerate and regeneration capacity. Smooth muscle tissue has only moderate regenerating capacity. So rather than build more smooth muscle tissue, you have the buildup of scar tissue within the bronchioles. It's the loss of lung elasticity that's also attributed to the breakdown of the elastin in the connective tissue of the lungs. This disease is progressive. That means it gets worse and worse over time. Unfortunately, COPD symptoms don't usually make life miserable until significant damage to the lungs has already happened. How is it treated? Well, if the patient is still smoking, they are urged to quit. There are medications that can treat or reduce some of the symptoms, like the coughing or wheezing and the inflammation. We tell patients to try to avoid lung infections, and for the older population, that would mean flu and pneumonia vaccines. But should infections happen, they would be treated with antibiotics. Sometimes use of supplemental oxygen is required. And patients can also be referred to pulmonary rehab, which is like physical therapy for your lungs. They teach you better breathing techniques to try to conserve energy and also provide advice on food and exercise. Tune in for the second episode of the Blue Bloaters podcast. And as we conclude, I just want to share a little about our name. Blue Bloaters is a nickname of sorts for some COPD patients. This is because they can turn blue or cyanotic from a lack of oxygen and they tend to swell, almost like a puffer fish. It can be due to retention of additional fluids since gas exchange is not efficient. And also, they are typically treated with steroids, which tend to also cause additional inflammation. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.